Podcast. It's your host, Josh Elijah, with my co-host to my left or my right. I don't even know which way it is. Jesse Birdman McKay. Bra 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 bra. How you doing? Hey yo, what's up? What's up? Hey yo. Oh man, so good, so good. Especially because this episode is brought to you by our boys over at Cryer Media. Visit Cryer.co for all things DB2 and sports related content. And by Indestructible, our boys over at Indestructible. Uh, visit Indestructible online and use promo code down by two all one word lowercase for 15 percent off your next order and from our boys over at yup beer visit yupbeer.com cannot forget about these boys visit yupbeer.com uh and find a location near you now available in beer stores across ontario and grocery stores as well i'm currently not drinking a yup beer i'm drinking this me neither actually i'm not well i'm drinking a basque green tea punch bullshit uh because i'm on my vodka oh. soda on my vodka soda shit uh oh. trying to trying to okay. get back into that keto diet right <laughs> trying to get back into the keats um getting some chirps back from the from the green room over here shut the fuck up there uh look <laughs> look like I've, I've been trying to be good with the keto uh i i honestly have it i went down to the the states yesterday to go grab some go grab some booze for a certain function coming up and uh bro i had i had taco it's bell it's I had talks. I had late night Taco Bell, and it is impossible. But late night Taco Bell in the states, fucking sucked, dude. Like Taco oh, Bell. Okay. Taco Bell. No man, Taco I Bell. You were gonna rate that? No, no man. Taco Bell back up in Canada is way better. If you remember sitting down with our boy Grill Guy, um, mm-hmm. our boy Kev. Uh, when we were talking about Fry Supreme, he didn't know what the fuck we were talking oh, about. Yeah, that's I right. went to the drive through to order it, and they're like, sorry, we don't know what that is. We don't have those. And it just gave, they gave me a side of chips. That's all it comes with, just a side of stale chips. Okay. Okay. And okay. Like, like, literally like, just grab some fries and put the shit on it, bro. It's no, but it's just not even give a an thing. Extra buck. It's not even a thing, man. I don't even know if it's a thing in the States. Like, Fry Supreme, not an option and yeah but they uh, got the stuff to make it so just except for the fries except oh they the don't fries. serve fries i don't i think that's the thing wow that's i don't know hell. maybe maybe port hurons just beat but like i was pretty <laughs> fucking confused so uh yeah uh but either way we're um <laughs> i was down in the states grabbing uh grabbing some booze because uh this is going to be our final episode for a couple weeks here uh as uh i'm going to be signing off and uh getting married yeah, uh to my lady married. i'm getting married doing a damn thing throwing throwing a ring on the finger and uh man i'm just so excited to you know be able to have all my friends and family uh to be able to share this this special moment uh obviously you bird fucking love you my dude and hell uh, yeah it's gonna hell be lit yeah. it's gonna be a fucking time and uh not for nothing but our guest on the show here is also gonna be in all the way from vancouver uh, all the way down here in Lambden Shores. Uh, DB2 legend. DB2 legend, fan favorite of the show. Very excited to have the homie, Zimmy, Georgie Lambraco. <laughs> 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 With the new 
with the new stachio yeah. my god I, look at that i call it the jimmy the, hey. G- the jimmy jimmy on the jimmy <laughs> jimmy bro you're looking good um i love so tell me what was the thought process behind like the style of mustache because you you have it you have the full coverage but you got a little bit of overhang by the the crevassiers of your mouth there this is, this is a little, oh, little, little the beginning a little bit of extra there a little bit of extra for the dusty it's yeah, gonna it, start I mean, curling it, pretty it's, soon it's getting there i i started to do the like pull it in play it in so i like started here I started with the chops, then I got the goatee, then I had, <laughs> then I had the handlebar, and I'm like, should I keep going? <laughs> yeah, oh, buddy. I mean, like, shit gets out of hand when you're on the IR, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> right. yeah. I'm sitting here man. on my couch just yeah. fucking wondering about just... what mustache I should give myself. It's like COVID all over again. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. You're just playing with your facial hair. That's yeah, amazing, yeah. man. So good to have you on, bro. We've missed you. Last time that we were all together... I, I was actually wearing this shirt and I was blackout wasted in Punta Cana. So right. <laughs> <laughs> eating spaghetti out of a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> the spaghetti Yeti. Oh my goodness, dude. We were actually just reminiscing and like bird, like you were saying some of the funniest shit about our boy, Ryan. Uh, like, what, what was it the next day when you guys were out for breakfast? Oh, Versalato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're 20, just... 69. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're like we call just struggling through breakfast, and he walks in, he looks at us, and he's just like, eyes are just completely glazed over. I'm pretty sure he was barefoot. I don't know how he got in there, but he's just like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like an hour before you guys are supposed to catch the bus back yeah. to the airport, he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. He just it was, it was a ghost too. <laughs> yeah, Dominican just fuck out of him. here. Oh, oh, man, that Islander was... stole his soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and dude, that, that was just the the trip of a lifetime, and I owe it all to you guys for for fucking making it just uh... an incredible time, an incredible time on the resort, in the pool, eating skeddy, uh at the blackjack table, at the roulette table, basically anywhere we go, it was a magical time, and it was just fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, very excited to have you come home um, and uh, and be a part of things. And uh, we've missed you a lot. And it's going to be great to get everyone back together. Yeah. No, looking so – I'm actually so excited to get back to the to the IP. Back oh, to yeah. the IP. Back IP to Wash the, Beach. Back to just, the Wash, baby. Yeah, oh, man. man. And just, like, feel like Huron. You know, we're so, like – I've just been swimming in, like, glacier lakes and cold oceans out here. So it's, like <laughs> – that's another thing too, man. It's been heating nice. up over the past month, so the water is super fresh. It's uh, it's very yeah. nice. I'm looking at like the 14 day forecast because you know that's what I got to do if I'm getting married in in just uh, just over a week. But it's looking good. It's looking like sunshine. So um, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, bring your trunks because uh, chances are we're gonna end up in the pond. Yeah, oh, you know yeah. I don't wear trunks. I'm a skinnies. Skinny for days. Skinny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and Ryan Versalato, both of you, bro. He came over to come try on like his groomsman pants, and uh, and he's just, I'm like, oh, come on, try him on. He's like, no, man, I can't. I'm like, why? Just try him on. He's like, because I'm not wearing any underwear underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I just got off the job, and I'm not wearing any underwear. And I'm just like, put them on, man. It's fine. They're yours. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh, man. He's just. Uh, They're not loners. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, too funny, man. 
But let's uh, let's jump into things here. Um, I know you've been watching, you've been you know up to date with all the baseball action, all the Blue Jays action and stuff. And uh, yeah. uh, you know, Bird and I, we had a chance to um, kind of debrief a little bit about the Jays after we did our coverage for the Toronto Argonauts, and we got a lot of stuff done there. So make sure you check us out online with all the different coverage that we did with Cryer Media and our boy Griff over from YWC Football Talk as well. Um, a lot of great content and interviews that it's coming out that uh, is going to be pretty timeless with no timestamp on that kind of stuff. So make sure you check us out on those channels when it comes to that. Uh, we, we talk about, you know, the overall experience and uh, and all of our bets hit, too. So there's fucking that. Hey. Well, um, oh, yeah, they crushed. They crushed. Oh. Like, it was insane. We even took the updated odds to boot with the odds that we booked in, in beforehand. And yeah. those also crushed. They so all hit was, by, like, halftime. I'm pretty yeah, sure. it was <laughs> insane. So, um, so yeah. Uh, we were kind of debriefing a little bit, and this is when it comes to the Jays season. And you know, it's 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 been a little bit of up and down uh, throughout the entire season. Um, but even when it leads into, I mean, post trade deadline as well. Um, something that happened uh, as of recently is our, our uh, the beloved Jose Batista being uh, being raised up into the level of excellence over at the Dome. And uh, we were just kind of talking about that because it was pretty fresh when we were when we last saw each other. And Bird, you had a you had an interesting take on that, which kind of reflects where the Blue Jays are kind of at this time. First of all, an amazing ceremony. I'm sure you guys had a chance to watch. Yeah, George, yeah. you're probably touching yourself as they were raising him up. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so tears, I mean, like tears from everywhere. Just tears from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, it, it also means something else a little bit more than celebrating one of the better Blue Jays uh, of our past and of recent future as well. Um, obviously, it was fantastic uh, for that whole ceremony. But, Bird, you had some interesting sentiments. Why don't you kind of share where, what you were thinking when it came to that? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't really as much of a take as just like something I noticed online, which was a lot of people seem to be like, I, I mean, this might just be like pure reminiscing or whatever but a lot of people were like oh i wish i wish that uh that like short contract they signed him to 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 retire him he could actually get in the lineup and <laughs> show these young guys how to do it and like you know how to like play under pressure and get to the postseason and stuff and i just thought it was kind of interesting it kind of it kind of like gave me the sense of like fans don't really believe in this team even though like they're pretty awesome and we just we just have the toughest division in the league right and in any other division we'd be like first or second so it was just kind of interesting to to think about and like you got to remember like all those Bautista teams before that like they didn't make the playoffs you know what I mean so mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just people have this like like I said, they're just reminiscing or if they just have this like false sense of reality with when it comes to that, because like those teams that went to the postseason, like they were older and they were specifically built to contend. Right. And I feel like this Jays team is just kind of getting there with some of the deadline acquisitions and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just a interesting thing to think about. It's kind of it's kind of like an open ended uh, discussion. Right. There's really no like right or wrong answer to it but well no i mean interesting that's just the you know a lot of what we see online as well and just a yeah. lot of jays fans that are chirping this current jays roster and the makeup of it and being like yeah fucking sign them for the rest of the season because we need that kind of offensive power and you mm -hmm. know what to a certain extent like 
they're right. I mean, they're not going to do anything like that, but they sign him to the one day for him to be able to retire. But yeah, I get the idea behind it. Like, but like, it's it's true. Like, I, I, like we have been lacking uh, offensively. George, do you see there being any sort of like, or Jays fans kind of overreacting right now, or do they have a reason to be a little bit pissed off? Because look. That's 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 flat out say it. This Jays team ain't as fun as like that Joey Bats era. Um, it's Even not last as fun year. as it was last year, right? Yeah. So I mean, like as much as you hate the home run jacket or you love the home run jacket, they were just more fun to watch last year. Uh, are we being a little bit too crucial or um, a little bit too critical when it comes to uh, our thoughts here on the Jays? I think it's a kind of a constant Toronto thing to be like extraordinarily critical and knee jerky in the, Mm -hmm. in the space. And I think there's like a big amount of fans that are, you know, kind of more on the fair weather side, more on the reactionary side. And there's so much coverage, right. It's always kind of been that, like, like that, even, even with the Leafs, the way that like Toronto sports media just like fuels the, the The negativity. And you know, Raptors too recently. Like, yeah. yeah, And I'm I'm such a victim of it. And I think more recently I've started to play this like bit of devil's advocate on my own, like, stupid ignorant toronto fan where i'm like god damn it they're playing some fucking shit right now and then you look at their record and you're like it's actually not that bad (laughs) it's actually pretty good and here's uh, the thing is like 65 67 and 55 is their current record right now i mean that is good enough for the final uh wild card spot right now totally and if you look back at last year um and i actually got curious this week i was like okay where, where were they at this point last year they were 60, the same, right? 62 and 54. They're, they're actually, they've been progressively just incrementally better than they were last year. Run differential is better too, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I guess you, you would hope for that because they really f- seem to focus on like the defensive run saved side of the game versus the That's usually a pretty of, good indicator too. Of offense. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. I mean, we've been looking at these comments of like Joey Bats, like, oh, we we need a we fucking we need him now um, sort of thing. It's just like a, a like you said, Jesse, a, a way to open up the conversation because there are glaring issues when it comes to the Blue Jays offense right now. And uh, I'm going to look first to the big talk when it comes to risk and we're talking about runners in scoring oh, yeah. and how many oh, times man. that we've that we've you know f- let uh, uh, all the all the runners on the bases just be squandered within an inning right too many ducks on the pond we're actually amongst the bo- the worst teams in the league when it comes to runners in scoring position and it is like it's it's a major major issue and it doesn't seem to be getting any better like is this is this enough reason to be able to panic george you know what's not quantifiable as a stat in saber metrics and all this bullshit is like clutch. Somebody yeah, being that's what I was clutch. Say. There's and no if clutch you, stat. Yeah, and you look at that like 2015, 2016 teams, like mm-hmm. there were so many moments where our stars did some clutch ass shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Like obviously the Batista bat flip moment, but like oh, yeah. even like in that wild card game with like Baltimore. And Encarnacion yep. against Abaldo Jimenez hits Huge. that oh, fucking jack. Like there's so many moments, and maybe there's still it, it, it's to come. You know, maybe maybe our expectations of like the now we need this to happen now are, are slightly unreasonable. But um, you know, the clock is definitely ticking. But I think there there's just this general lack of that big clutch moment. You see Vladdy come in with bases loaded, and he pops up into the infield, or he strikes out. Like you know. 
or we, we we're rolling the dice and we have bases loaded and Kevin Biggio comes up to bat and just gets struck out in three pitches. Well, look, <laughs> Kevin Biggio had one of the only clutch hits. Your boy Biggio, yeah, who yeah. I know you absolutely love, uh, was <laughs> the like he had one of the only clutch hits yesterday, and then yeah. the Jays get blown out nine to four. So it's yeah. I don't know, Bird. Are you are you concerned at all? Like I'm 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 just trying to gauge where everyone's at here because I mean like I look at the numbers here and like runners in scoring position is it's atrocious and like you cannot win ball games like this. Like you have to don't have to look much further than that series that we had against the Cleveland Guardians where it was just like we could not put oh, any yeah. runs on the board when it mattered. And like, then you have to rely on strong play from your bullpen, which has been lights out. Our bullpen has been phenomenal, which has been an, an right. area of concern in years past. But now it's just like, like that, that is strenuous. Although this does kind of condition your bullpen going into the playoffs. And then uh, as you're making that wild card run, um, are you concerned? I don't know. This just seems like a lot of pressure on the bullpen at all times because we just can't produce any runs. Well, at some point, you, like, you, so you, I look at it like this. It's like, are we just unlucky? And if that's the case, like, luck has to turn around eventually. That's how it works, right? But it, it's so late in the season. It's like, okay, well, maybe this is just the way it is. Like, that's exactly, you know it. what I mean? It's kind of just, I feel like it's just hitting the fan base now. And that's why everyone's so frustrated because it's like, yeah, the first half of the season, you can be like, oh, the, the bats are going to turn it around. Like, you know, look at all this sample size of years past, right? Like, that that's that's who these guys are. And it's it's like, man, I don't know if, like, there's just so much pressure of playing in this division and having to reach the postseason and trading away assets over and over just to get, like, guys at the deadline. And, you know, that adds a lot of pressure. And maybe it's just maybe these guys just don't have the like mental fortitude to handle that yet. Cause they're still young. And I mean, I'm talking about like Vladdy mainly and Bo and yeah. I, like, I guess Bo has been great, but yeah, it's a, it's a collective effort at the end of the day. Right. So I don't know, maybe that comes with age. Like, cause like I said, those 2015, 2016 teams, those, those guys were older. They'd been around on shit teams, their whole careers. And, you know, it all kind of came together at the right moment, but they're seasoned, you know, mm -hmm. so maybe that's the difference. I mean, I think you absolutely nailed it when it comes to, you know, the first half of the season, you chalk it up. You're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. The bats are going to come around the fans. This is it. This is what you're going to get. You're like, it's, you're not going to have an explosion of, of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, within the last couple of months. Like you're not, it's not just going to, I mean, maybe he'll pick it up, but like the George Springer that you see is what the, is the George Springer that you're going to get for the rest of the season. Same thing with Dalton Varsho. Okay. Like same thing with Alejandro Kirk. Like these are, these are like what you see is what you get. Um, they're these like Brandon belt. is just not going to get any better. Maybe they might not be uh, any worse that I'm not sure. Right. It's, that's what you hope for. They just don't it's, play worse. This is the Jays team <laughs> that you are going to get for the rest of the year. And is it going to be enough? Because like a lot of the big guys that we've been looking at here have been very, you know, underperforming. Like this is not what we want out of Vladdy. Like, like if you look at his numbers, like down in down in OPS, down in homers, down in hits, down in almost every category. Up in strikeouts. 
up and straight like that's yeah. the wrong trajectory like george yeah. are, are you scared about flatty and like is this like he's just been kind of declining a little bit and like this is supposed to be your cornerstone player of your of your organization are, are you concerned at all i mean you know baseball am i just is... fucking losing my mind here? I don't know. <laughs> Base- baseball's fucking hard dude <laughs> baseball is a hard game and I, you know i i do i do I am concerned. I, I look at the like the decline of him, and there's been so much conversation. I was listening to our some of our uh, our Sportsnet boys as I've been off so much. I've been like just sitting here listening to the radio again, and and everyone the conversation is like Vladdy <laughs> listening is, to the radio. Growing oh, up dude, like just like chilling, dude, just for men your hair. But everyone's you? like, Vladdy is an all star. He's not an MVP. That that is that is like seems to be the unanimous grab mm-hmm. from all of this. Is like okay, he had a lot of hype. You know, he barrels the ball. He hits it real hard, but, you know, consistently, like, is... He can win a derby. Yeah, he can win like, a home like run have you, He can like play he... some good first base, but he's not... Is he a superstar elite talent? Mm-hmm. Prob- maybe I not. Think I, both I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'm, than... I'm honestly on the fence. You know, because I'm, I'm thinking about... I was thinking about it hard. If he can do it, if he can do it in baseball, he had that huge year that he kind of, like, technically got robbed from the MVP. If he can yeah. do that, he can do it again. And if you look at his like advanced metrics on like hard hit and, and like barrel rate, all that stuff, exit velocity, all that good stuff, that's all like in line with his MVP year. So you want to call it maybe some bad luck or he's definitely swinging at stuff outside of the zone that he hasn't in the past, which that that's the big concern. And I, I think that goes back to, to your take there on like, like Jesse, like that, that do they have the mental strength as a young core team to shoulder the pressure of what it takes to fucking be an elite championship team and go on a deep run, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think you're right. I mean, especially like Vladdy, it's just, it's, it's the name right now. And he's just not like, sure. He gets on base a lot and he draws a lot of walks and stuff, but man, he's got some, he's swinging at some absolute garbage. Like it's, it's just, he doesn't, yeah. he's not showing any plate discipline. Uh, it's, he's not showing any maturity when it comes to, uh, when it comes to that as, as you know, someone who's supposed to be your, your, your main go-to hitter. Um, it's, it, it is just a bit concerning. And you look at some of the other first basements that are outperforming him this year. Like you, you look at like Nathaniel Lowe on like the <laughs> Texas Rangers, Christian Walker, who is a decent yeah. player as well, outperforming. And then like, and then obvious stuff like Matt Olson, who really is, is probably the best first baseman in baseball right now. So it's, it's, uh, I mean, you have some of the other stuff as well that, you know, you don't really take into account, like his gold glove from last year and what have you. Um, you know, like he's got all the makings of being a superstar player, but like, He's still figuring it out, and like time's kind of ticking right now, especially yeah. with the current makeup of this roster and what you've done, Jesse. Like you mentioned, getting rid of all these assets and bringing in players, you know, like Whit Merrifield, which has paid off, which very much has paid off. Whit Merrifield has been one of our bright spots, um, but then like fill in players like the young um, and you know beefing up our bullpen. Like we're ready and we're in a kind of a mind state that we need to win now or at least make it deep in the playoffs and as of right now i'm not even sure we're gonna make the wild card like do you have confidence that we're gonna retain this third spot because like i don't see us climbing any higher in the wild card rankings um i definitely don't see us taking the division um and so we're kind of just holding on to that third spot which you know would kind of work out if everything if the season ended today and we faced the minnesota twins that'd be all right i'd I'd fucking work with that and that, that would give us birth into the second round Hopefully, I don't know. Twins are playing better baseball now, finally, a little bit. But I don't know. Are you guys? Man, 
worried the Mariners about are hot, losing. Man. The Mariners are fucking yeah. hot, man. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah. Boston is like, I mean, like they 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 drop the ball. They drop like, the ball they, a little bit. They lost but to Washington earlier right today, but they're three games now with that ain't bad. Man, and Julio is so hot right now. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like he was not hot the whole start to the season. Ty France was flat, and now they're kind of clicking, and the whole lineup is just kind of mixing into that. Yeah, and man. Like, damn, they're dangerous with pitching already, right? Yeah. So I mean you were just you were just down there catching the Jays when they were in Seattle, which is fucking dope. But like the, oh, energy, the energy there and old Safeco or what is it, T Mobile now? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's fucking like when 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 the Mariners were rocking, like it's that's a scary yeah. ass building to play in. Like it's, it's awesome. And yeah, no, they they have a good team. They're great. Their pitching is lights out. I, I kind of they've been kind of one of those like shitty anomalies this year. I'm like, why are they so bad? And yeah. I think it you looked at it the whole first half, Julio was was dog shit he was mm-hmm. not hitting and now he's clicking and that you know it, it it's tough when you have the guys that are supposed to do things not do things it really crumbles your team and i think that's the jays i think they were like shipped out to oscar hoping that there would be an elevation of their core right um, well for for, for basically var show because yeah. like that's that's that was the that was the play you give up a, a few assets uh get some bullpen relief in there uh yeah. and then have and then also get varsho within that and varsho has been very disappointing i mean no like, he didn't progress he didn't do anything better he's actually like his stats i think he's like on a bit of a decline this year. to be worse than he was in arizona which yeah is, which is tough so. Yeah, I mean, like we like there's the intangibles and stuff when it comes to fielding and what have you, but like it's it just seems yeah. like you know progressively. I mean, the, what what has improved this year has been our pitching and like insane, insane performances from Yusei Kikuchi, Jose Barrios, obviously pitching better. Um, and then you got fucking Alec Manoa, who God knows what the fuck is going on with him. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I haven't seen a decline like that, and God, God, dude, God. I actually That's, threw a bet a on f- him to be in the Cy Young race at the beginning of the year. Because <laughs> <laughs> after last year, you're like, oh, Just, yeah, definitely. That's see ya. Oh, I, I, think like, away. I think like two or three games in, I was like, oh, yeah. Bro, I bought him. Big. I bought him a Noah jersey at the beginning of the year. Like, how fucking bad. Well, like, I, you I, have I, one? You actually did? It's it's a fakey. It's a feezy okay. for sure. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pay fucking 300 bucks for that. No, no. <laughs> it's a feezy for sure that I bought off an old regular. But, uh, uh <laughs> you gotta know a guy who knows a guy um yeah. maybe that's why it was on sale yeah i don't know it's uh it, it's 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 worrisome again you like you mentioned you look at the the records reflected from last year as to where they are now um i'm worried about a couple teams man i'm worried about a couple teams um you know looking at the standings again the red Sox, mariners uh what have you it's it's tough. Do you do you okay? Yeah. If we're just just call right now. Jay's making the playoffs, or or is this coming down to the wire, and then they're just gonna be on the outside looking in come uh, come October. I I think they make it, but I think they I think they squeak it. Like I think we're going into the like the last ten days of the season with like ulcers, like 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 every game matters. <laughs> oh yeah, but like, I think they're we... gonna, I think they're gonna squeak in, but. Uh... And I don't have the schedule in yeah. front of me, but like it's usually it's it's like a bunch of games against like uh, New York and Baltimore. Tampa I think our last like three weeks of games are all against our own division. Usually, so that's like, but, and that's always the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to fuel up those rivalries. It's but yeah, I, I think the there's time here for that. <laughs> they just you know like they just can't ca- catastrophically like. It, 
the, a dumpster fire cannot ensue. They can't go on like a f- more than a two game losing streak. But you, you know, the, and this is another thing too. It's like that 2015, 2016 teams, th- those teams went on runs. I'm, they did. we will piece they together were 500 by the all-star break or something. Right? And we'll piece like, we'll piece like four or five games together. And then I'll be like, okay, this is the, this is when we go on an eight, nine game run. And it just it never happens, and we no. proceed to you lose drop three, three or four, three after that. Yeah. <laughs> the, that's it's the fr- that's the rip your hair mm-hmm. out moment as from the fan base right now, and I think that's what's making people so like <laughs> bipolar and their love yeah. for the Jays right now. Yeah. Oh man, because it's like they they just won five in a row, and then you go away for a weekend and you check your phone and you're like, what the fuck? They just dropped four. Yeah, <laughs> fuck man, no kidding. <laughs> We man, if we have the option to bring back some of those players, you know, like we need like a Dalton Pompey on the bases right now. He needs to, <laughs> he needs to, he needs to step away, step out of retirement as a police officer now, and uh, <laughs> yeah. put away one bat and bring out the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Try and steal the bases when he doesn't <laughs> yeah. have the green light for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that that show when he, he was talking? And that was another thing too. I was thinking. Remember he said like. Joey Bats sat them all down, like the veterans sat all the young guys down, and we're like, right. "What do you, what do you do? What, what is your job, your role here?" And, yeah. he, and Pompey's like, "Steal bases." Steal bases. He's like, "All right, do that, do that." <laughs> <laughs> Please don't try and swing yeah. for the fences or Yeah, know your role and do, do it really that? well. No, you know, no. swing bases. Don't listen to the skipper. Um, yeah, and then Donaldson's like, "I'm just gonna hit jacks, bro." Yeah, it's like, all right, buddy, you do that. <laughs> Crush beers, hit jacks. Oh man. Well, speaking of some of these teams that are hot right now, we actually got some bets here. DB2Bets brought to you by BetStamp, where we use the BetStamp app to find the best odds out there. Uh, Please follow along on the app and make sure uh, that we are staying true to our tickets, uh, as we always are. We keep our receipts. Uh, We're going to kick things off. I'm just simply going to take the Houston Astros on the money line tomorrow as they open up their weekend series against the Mariners. Look, I don't think we're going to be able to catch the Astros. I don't think we'll be able to catch the Rays. We're definitely not catching the Orioles. So let's maintain this third spot. For the record, I do think the Jays will make the playoffs. I'm not being a pessimistic Toronto Blue Jays fan. I'm just trying to be realistic. Um, as we have tried to bend, we've tried to be like bet with an open mind, bet with an open heart, uh, or bet with their minds and not with their hearts here. Um, yeah. No homers. No homers. But here, going into this series – I mean, like, I'm really rooting for the Strohs, and uh, um, I, I, I don't think we're going to be able to catch them, so I'd rather see uh, the Blue Jays get any sort of help uh, by maintaining that third spot. Um, they're going up for a weekend series against the against the Mariners. Um, I don't – I think Luis Castillo pitched on Wednesday, so I don't – he won't be getting a start that weekend as well. So, I mean, like, look, we've got some pretty decent pitching matchups here. Um, you got Bryce uh, Miller uh, for the for – the, uh, the Mariners up against JP France nine and three with a two point seven four ERA. Been pitching pretty decently up against the uh, seven and four Miller. Um, look, it's at home for the Astros. Mariners have been really hot. Like they um, they swept uh, who they 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 swept the Angels and then they swept the Padres and they fell into trouble against the Orioles and then they just came back and swept the Royals. So they need to they can't be playing too too hot. They're going to need a bit of a reality check. Going into Houston, I think that's where it's going to land, and hopefully the Jason gets some help this weekend. Do you guys like this pick? Best odds are available on Pinnacle, minus 134. Your mic, your mic's a little a little wonky there. Hello, hello. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. I, I was going to say, this is all also like a bet with your heart pick, I think, because... 
the last thing you want is the Mariners to win games right now. So yeah, this is this is a bit of both right here. Um, yeah, but like it's not stupid. It's not like no. I'm, it's not like I'm betting on the Royals to beat them or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, I'm 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 about it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I mean, I'll throw down I'll throw down a uh, hundred bucks and try and pay for my wedding on it. <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, at least tip the bartender, right? Um, <laughs> next pick that we got over here, we're going uh, Georgie Boy. We were chatting about this one: White Sox and Rockies under twelve and a half, minus one fifteen. As the White Sox head into Colorado to um, to face uh, face the Rockies in Coors Field, uh, ball flies in Coors Field. That's why it sets so high at twelve and a half here. But these two teams are. Horseshit. They are bad at pitching. They are bad at hitting. Um, so this game could go either way. I feel like the unders hit with the Rockies a few times uh, whenever we've placed uh, bets with them. Uh, and I've been hitting the unders a lot this season. Um, you know, it seems like whenever I actually say that, I might lose a couple. But um, do you like this pick? Tell me why. Yeah, I like it. There's always so much fun when you're playing on the dog shit teams. Yeah, I feel like you can get some really fun odds, especially on these games where they're like, okay, is it going to be a blowout? Is it going to be not? Sometimes yeah. it's a little bit of a roll of the dice and you're in you're in course field and the ball does fly. It's 6-2 after two innings. Right? Yeah, like, you're like, oh God. Now it's up to your happen? bullpen, your dog shit bullpen. <laughs> yeah, and you know, looking at the White Sox, you, you got Kopech coming up and you know, you hope he's not going to bleed. He's got like a four and a half ERA, but coming off of a i don't know like <laughs> I, we were teetering I, towards the over here too but then it's yeah. just like i don't know it's 12 and a half runs i mean you look at you look at the rockies and and how many like some of the games that they lose they lose like 12 one where it's just like yeah they have the ability to give up fucking 12 runs this is such so an like, uninspiring series for both teams i'm sure like oh the, yeah the, the, the determination that they both have in like winning these games like, or lack the motivation yeah yeah like, man I don't know. I'm not in the professional mindset of like being a professional athlete, but I would probably, <laughs> I, I would definitely go out and have a couple, couple extra at this point of the year if my team was as bad right now. Yeah, so. Tim Anderson's actually <laughs> betting on the game. Like he's like, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm <laughs> yeah. taking the under too. Like yeah. that guy's just lost it. Oh man. Yeah, um, I mean, let's go. Let's take the under best odds that we found around DraftKings at minus one fifteen. Yeah. Look, it's uh, twelve and a half. It could go either way, but both teams. They, they, they can't pitch and they can't hit. So, I mean, maybe we're looking at like a 3-2 win for who gives a fuck. Moving on. Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> have fun. Uh, our next game that we have here, uh, we're just going to take the Orioles on the run line, minus one and a half, and that's even odds over at Pinnacle. Look, they're facing the Oakland Athletics. Sure, they they pumped the Cardinals the night before, eight nothing, but who gives a fuck, right? Like, we got Kyle, <laughs> we got Kyle Gibson up against, uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's the, it's the A's in Oakland, sure. But it was like usually the run line should be put at like two and a half at this point. But yeah, because it's the Orioles, I mean, uh, they um, they should be at two and a half. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it's at minus one and a half. Um, don't know why. George, you like it? I, I like it. I like it. The A's are on a hot streak there. They've won three out of their last 10 games. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh, just on a fire. blistering three of just oh, on man. fire. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, uh, morale is high in the dugout there. So um, yeah, <laughs> but the Orioles, man, it's crazy. I mean, I took them on the, um, on the, on the win over, I think it was set at like 78 and a half or something like that this year. And like, they, like, they're just good. Like, it's crazy to see the O's actually like, play decent baseball it's they're fun too i hate to say it but like yeah. they're like watching their studs like it's just 
Yeah, they're pretty. You know, nasty. the whole season, everyone said, "Oh, their their starting pitching is going to fall to pieces." Blah 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 blah. And we're like a month and a half left, and it still hasn't happened. And like we were talking about Bradish, and then they picked up yeah. Flaherty at the at the deadline, and it's just like, man, this is. And they're like Gunnar Henderson, like they have a group of players that have progressively gotten better over the year they're like a better team than they were when they started the season it's mm-hmm. they and, and when we play them they just they obliterate us it, it makes us, it makes me feel so small i'm like holy shit you yeah. guys you get hyper like okay we're going into baltimore we're gonna keep this going and then they just stomp us. us yeah man yeah. It's, it's, it's like holy good luck for who and like man they've taken first in the division after yeah. a tampa team that had um, like a a record starting. Uh, yeah, you, start you didn't year. think that Tampa would ever give up that first spot like mm. a month into the season. It was like a lock. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> even even with all the injuries too and their starting pitching and everything that's happened for that team too, now they're losing like Wander Franco to that weird stuff. And oh they're, my they're God. They're still kind of going. Yeah. Insane. I went down the rabbit hole hard on that stuff today. It's, oh man, oh, dude. I bet. Like, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny, like seeing some of these, uh, some of these headlines saying that Wander Franco being sent down to the minors so he can start dating his girlfriend again. Uh, <laughs> there's some bad stuff out there. I saw like a like a sabermetric stat on like. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so that, like don't even read him the sabermetric. To like, to, like oh, compared him to like uh, what's his the, the guy? What was it? Um, Christian? No, that fast the guy on Pittsburgh that had all that. Stuff oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking so, about. I just his names forget it. Like yeah, it's it's uh getting away from me here. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Tampa. Ah, fuck, man. Oh, fuck. What? That's a, so crazy, dude. Plus all their injuries too. Yeah, man. Remember it's... when we did the show with Ben Badler and he just like he was hyping up that guy so hard. Wander, yeah. yeah. He also he liked um. Hard. You know who he also really liked? He liked uh, Vijan. What is that? Vijan Budal or Brudal? Oh He's yeah, yeah, Tampa. yeah, he was comparing him to like Ozzy Albies. That's not, right, not, not yeah. quite Ozzy Albies, but uh... Uh, no, no, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> he also really liked Manoa. So what does Ben really know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no longer a friend of the show. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no we, we love that. We love you, Ben. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Ben. He is not listening to this episode, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then we got one more pick. We got an extra, extra little nugget for you. We got, we got a birdie pick here. Uh, coming in hot from the WNBA, you're you're all over this man. And when yeah. Toronto gets a WNBA team, you better believe that we're getting media credentials. I can't oh, believe we yeah. don't have a WNBA team. It's coming, man. They're they're expanding. Yeah, it's and gonna happen for sure. It's gonna happen, man. It has to. Drake will uh, own it. It will. Oh, big time. Fast. Yeah. It's growing real fast. So uh, we got the we got the Connecticut Sun here on the money line. Talk to us about it because uh, you know more than I do when it comes to this. Yeah, so they're playing the Dallas Wings. Um, the Wings are basically 500. They've been pretty much 500 all year. Kind of average. Um, I think last time I said the Aces and the Liberty, those are like the two teams that are expected to win mm-hmm. the title. And I would throw the Sun in there as well. They're 21 and 9. Um, hey, they've got a wicked team. Um, they're just they're just like that one like half tier under the the true contenders. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, I just don't think they could get by those those first two teams. But in the grand scheme of things, they are easily the third best team, and they're just they're just going against the average average team. And I like the uh, 
I like the odds on this one. So I'm going to take yeah. the money line. It's just like an easy one to toss in there. Dude, are, yeah. you playing, are you playing fantasy on like WNBA this year or what? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I actually am. I'm in first and there's two of us. I also have the other account. <laughs> no, there's a... <laughs> Sign me up because I'm about it. Let's go. I got to get some knowledge going. Let's well, go. obviously, like there's way less teams and players. So there's only six fantasy teams. But yeah, I'm second. So whatever. all right, let's whatever. go. Yeah. yeah. Slick. Well, there we have it. Connecticut Sun on the money line, minus 122, and that's available over on Botano. Uh, that does it for our show, man. Um, you know, go Jays, go. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's let's turn this around. We got a big, big series coming up in Cincinnati. That's a fun little series. Love to go down to Cincy for that, too. But uh, for Josh Elijah Birdman and Georgie Boy, thank you so much for jumping on the show. Mwah, mwah, mwah. We love you, Zimmy. Can't wait to see you in a week. And thank you guys uh, for tuning in here. Uh, going to be signing off for next week. We'll tell you how the wedding went down and all that good shit, all the good vibes and cottage vibes and all the, all that stuff. So uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that goody stuff. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Yeah. See you on the east peace. side, boys. See ya. Peace. Let's go. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.